What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're going to be diving into the real reality of Nat's turn to talk. That's right. We've got Natalie from the up-and-coming podcast, Nat's Turn to Talk, here to talk all things reality TV, the HCU, being a Black woman in the content creation space, and how we all need to uplift each other because we're all we got. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Hi, how are you? I am good, love. How are you? I am good. I thought I lost my headphones, but I was sitting on them the whole time. Uh, (laughs) All I had to do was stand up. Love when that happens. (laughs) We love that. We love it. Listen, thank you so much for taking my call today. I appreciate you giving me some of your time. Of course. I'm so excited. I was so excited waiting for this. Um, Me too. (laughs) I live for these conversations. I love getting on the phone with the girls and the guys and the gays and the in-betweens and the things and the the things. (laughs) Just to talk about all of the things, talk about the HCU, talk about reality TV, talk about the girls, talk about the guys, talk about who's cheating on who. Let's talk about all the mess. There's a lot of mess going on right now. Yes, and I want to get to know you. I, I want to know how you know the girls and the people and the things. So let's mm-hmm. just let, let's just let, let's just jump into the shit, shall we? Yes, we shall. <laughs> Sweet. When did you fall in love with reality TV, babe? Um, I would say, well, my older sister. I have an older sister. We have different moms, the same dad. But like okay. on the weekends, I would hang out with my dad. She would be watching like the real world or something like that but mm. i like to think that i stumbled upon the channels on my own because i would watch disney channel nick as a kid right. i would say like i was probably like seven because i was all into the the seeing the pop culture going on in the disney world that i had to mm-hmm. eventually get into the reality tv world with jersey shore that's like my first reality tv binge obsession (laughs) okay see I would see I go all the way back like I think I fell in love with reality TV (sighs) Jesus probably as a kid watching like HGTV and like all of those like like curb appeal like all of those renovation shows and then like the MTV shows back in the day, like Pimp My Ride, Yo yes, Mama, yes. Next. My and Super C16. <laughs> all of those things. Yes. And then my first obsession with reality TV was Road Rules. Actually, I was a I, stan. That, that's amazing. I used to, my mom actually, I just remembered hearing you say Road Rules. Runs House was my mom's Yeah. The bathtub scene, iconic. Can never take a regular bath again. 
Rev Run is the reason why I went straight from having a Nokia brick to a Blackberry. <laughs> no, I, I love played it. no games. Yeah, the Blackberry. I yeah. literally, I would take my mom's and BBM people think, acting like it's mine. It's the best phone ever. <laughs> the like, best. I wish I could go back to Blackberries, but Blackberry Mobile is sadly no longer with us. R. Yes, RIP. <sighs> but I but love the sidekick too. Not gonna lie. I d- I really wanted a sidekick, but by the time I, I, I was able to, like, pick out a phone, Blackberries were in, like, sidekicks were already dead, like, three, four years. That's true. So That's I true. never was around <laughs> on that wave. Like, I just missed the whole wave, and I just feel nostalgic about the commercials with, like, Snoop Dogg and Paris yeah. Hilton. Like, yeah, and the razors. My, was, uh, literally, my oldest sister is the reason, most likely. She used to watch Teen Mom too, I, and I, I was like, I can't stand Teen Mom, but I ended up liking it. Listen, when I think about a Motorola Razor, the first thing that I think about is Nene Leak sitting in that car, <laughs> driving, yes. talking on the phone, texting and driving, all of those things. Everything. She's just completely unsafe. Reading that text from Kim <laughs> and and all. But no just effort. Just low budget <laughs> bitch is yes. all I can hear from that scene. But really, what 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 grinds my gears about a Motorola Razor is Motorola phones have the ugliest font. I was just talking about this the other day. Yes, yes, they do. They do. Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't understand how like those uh, like that was the read of it all for me. Was her reading someone calling her a low budget bitch, and that font just looks cheap and broke cheap. and just—it's not it. it. Just looks cheap, it's and I was like, it. "Girl, your phone is at least low budget. <laughs> <laughs> like your phone is at least low budget. Yeah, that font looks so elementary. But God bless Nene. I'm sure she don't God have that same Motorola razor. She de- she may sell it on eBay. <laughs> Eventually, Maybe. it's probably worth I would worth probably million. buy it. I would buy it too. <laughs> if that text is still on there. I would buy it, <laughs> one million percent. We can put our funds together and get that phone. <laughs> we can totally do that. Definitely. What? What was the moment you knew you had to make content about reality TV? I actually just had an interview and just answered this, <laughs> but it was definitely 2020 quarantine. I was <clears> like. <throat> I'm seeing Call Her Daddy. I'm seeing all these podcasts. And I, you know, like, as a black... Tap your phone. Tap your phone, babe. I keep forgetting to let people know they can't lock their phones. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Yes. Sorry yeah, about I, that. I got I no. I got a call. Uh, <laughs> I got a call in the middle of this, but I put my phone on. Do uh, not disturb. Okay, because I was about to say I keep forgetting to tell people that they can't um, let their phone lock for some reason. It'll disconnect the whole thing, and then I'll, I'll just have to like um, recall you back or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but that's fine. Yes. So, so you, so you were saying quarantine, twenty twenty, caller daddy, those podcasts were out. You were saying the girls do the things of the things, and that inspired you to jump into to the content game. Yes. Know. Yes. So I saw that other women, you barely see like a black content creator, and I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> So I wanted to jump in and get it together. But the thing was in 2020, I could not think of a name for the podcast for my life. I thought like, okay, maybe I won't do a podcast. Maybe I'll do a Instagram news channel. And Mm -hmm. I started that. That started, it was, I did like a couple posts on that, but I ended up deleting it. And then this year... I, I'm out of school, so I'm just like, all right, let's start the podcast. Like, you have 20 million mics from the 20 million times you tried to start it. Let's get it together and let's record this podcast. Get it started. So, and you know, I have such a passion for fa- reality TV and pop culture. I just, I like the thing with those two subjects, they help you release, like, de-stress in a way because like you turn on the regular news it's probably something sad there's never anything happy going on on the regular news so with pop culture and reality it's like an escape for me so I was like let me share my thoughts and opinions just like everyone else is doing but let me make it my own and that's how Matt's turn to talk came to be (laughs) one million percent so how did you eventually narrow down on the specific name Nat Nat's turn to talk? Was that just <laughs> the working title and you just kept it? Did it just pop into your mind one day and you just stuck with it? How did that name come about? Well, actually, the first name I had for the podcast was I my mom's best friend calls me Natalicious. Because one day I was younger, I was like, I'm Natalicious. Instead Word. of Fergalicious. So I was going to do a Natalicious podcast. But I was like, this it just doesn't have that ring that I want it to have, that judge. (laughs) So I asked, like, all my friends. I'm like, well, this actually, I asked one person. One of my friends from high school. I was like, because she's in, she does a podcast as well. And I was like, what do you think my name for my podcast should be? Like, Natalicious, um, something else. I don't even know the options I gave her. She was like, she brought up. She knows how much I love Jersey Shore, so she brings up Paulie D on the phone with the stalker, mm. and, and she and he's like, "It's my turn to talk. It's my turn to talk." So oh, she yeah. was like, "That's turn to talk," and I was like, "You genius! That's Bernadette That's... Conway right there. She helped me out." Shout out to Shout Paulie out. D. Shout out to Bernadette Conway. Yes. Good looking girl. Good looking. Help me so much. I love the name. I'm in love with the name. <laughs> I love that. Because I forgot all about that until you said stalker. And I was like, oh, <laughs> now I get the reference. Yes. Now I get yes. the reference. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yes. What's your creative process? Um, I really think. It just, it's whatever comes to my mind. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, I just feel like I just look at, I look at the world a lot different in 
sometimes than others where I try to see as much positivity as possible. Like, not in the fake way, in a way that, like, you can't think of too much negativity or, well, like, you won't have your creative a creative process at all. So I just try to, whatever comes to mind, it comes, it, it's just out there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I dig that. <laughs> now, how do you come up with the captions for your memes on your Instagram page? Literally what comes to mind. <laughs> I love that you are just this freestyle about it. I yeah. absolutely love that. I cannot overthink it or else it will you no one would find it entertaining I feel like so I just whatever comes to mind thrown out there <laughs> I can totally appreciate that because you're talking to a Virgo who literally overthinks everything <laughs> yes like literally everything <laughs> so yeah. I'm like oh that's so sweet I love that for you well I'm also a Sagittarius so like you see Nicki Minaj in the, on Twitter she anything that comes to her mind gets tweeted but, yeah, a little reckless, but a little you know, reckless, this, but... we're not having that conversation today. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Housewives franchise? Uh, this is a hard one because I haven't been like subcategory. Actually, you know what? Easy. Oh, the right now. Only get harder. <laughs> Potomac. <laughs> That's easy. Fair. Potomac. That's a popular answer. And I mean, like, as of right now, it's Potomac, but of all time, I would have to say New York, New Jersey, or Atlanta. Those three okay. are, like, m- my holy trinity of housewives. And Atlanta's uh, right at the top. <laughs> because love that. you just see so many, for me, I see so many similarities to my family. Right. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so hard not to see that. And it's crazy because like people see black people choose Atlanta or 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 Potomac as their franchise and they leave it superficially at oh it's because it's a black cast of course they're your favorite. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day did you only choose as a white person? Did did you flock to Beverly Hills or to Orange County just because they were white? Exactly. Because no, if it, you're ready to have that conversation, then we can really get into yeah, it. Yeah, we can get into it. But actually, my mom's first housewife she's watched was Beverly Hills because she loves seeing, like, how they were living. Wealth like, and opulence. Yeah, the life in, well, the lifestyle in Beverly Hills. And okay. that, that was, like, the first one I saw because of her. But when, when you watch Beverly Hills, they are weak compared to Atlanta. <laughs> If they had Nini, Phaedra, Ed, Kenya, Portia, any of those ladies on while what's going on right now, mm-hmm. it'd be a whole different show. And their Even if they brought in Cynthia through from the damn Beverly Center, yes, like, please yes. let Cynthia come in because I feel like Cynthia and Garcelle would wear these girls the fuck out. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And I just miss seeing Cynthia. Like, I just saw her on, on Instagram doing a TikTok with um, Sanya this morning. And I was like, I would love to see them in a scene together. I would love I that. Love. I would love to see Cynthia just in general. Yes, because <laughs> people... All housewives. Because, did you see Girls Trip? The no. Girls Trip, the first one? 
I saw the first. Yeah, that was on with Cynthia. Just seeing mm-hmm. how she did not play around with anybody, it was like a whole new Cynthia. Right. That's the Cynthia Nini was talking about. And I think right. we deserve that Cynthia. Like, I saw Cynthia on, on Ultimate Girls Trip, and I was like, oh, this is the girl that read Portia when she came into that dinner late, when she had that um, <laughs> paper boy hat on with them big-ass glasses. And she was yes. like, oh, well, thank you for waiting on me. Oh, that's... Oh, that's to be determined. <laughs> so are you going to apologize for being late or what? Like, so what are we doing here? Like, yes. like she Cynthia's... ate Portia's ass alive in that scene. I was like, she oh, did. Cynthia was mad as hell that day. I just saw, like, someone posted. I think it was um, uh, the Peach Report. Love I think them. that's it. Yeah, I love them. They posted shout out, the shout out because they posted. I think I, I'm pretty sure it was them that posted it, but it was Cynthia at the reunion telling Andy, "I don't even know you that no. well." <laughs> I was just talking about this yesterday. I literally was like, "Girl, y'all be saying Cynthia don't bring nothing to the show, and y'all wouldn't be saying child as much as y'all is if it wasn't for Cynthia." If it Bailey, wasn't for right? Cynthia. Y'all Cynthia's- wouldn't y'all wouldn't know what a friend contract was if it was not for Cynthia Bailey. Amen. Y'all would not be going up in a blaze of glory if it was not for Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey. Y'all Bailey. would not be naming y'all barbecues at with y'all last name if it was not for the <laughs> Bailey Q. Yeah. Cynthia started the whole naming y'all houses down to the Atlanta. Y'all need to she put did. respect on Cynthia's name. Okay. They do. And they need to bring her back because I miss yes. Cynthia. Because I feel like now after that see. ultimate girls trip, I think it opened a whole new side of Cynthia and also Big Brother she was on Celebrity Big Brother yeah and she was she was so funny in it because she really didn't know the game I'm she didn't know what the hell was going on she she didn't know what she got herself into she was just lost and bewildered and beautiful God bless her she was a beautiful deer in headlights she was was a a gorgeous deer in headlights stunning Stunning deer in headlights. Legendary deer in headlights. Bambi could never. Bambi could never. Bambi could never. <laughs> but... Girl, like, we had no clue what was going on. Now, you mentioned... No clue. That... She was lost. Right. And you first came into the Housewives world through Beverly Hills because that was your mom's franchise, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was... Well, she doesn't really like Housewives, but, like, she put it on just for, like, the day. And I, of course, am sitting in front of the TV watching. What else am I going to do? <laughs> Fair enough. Have you gone back and watched franchises before Beverly Hills existed? Yes. Yeah. I, I've, okay. I've, I've binge-watched them all. Sweet. So do you prefer old housewives or new housewives? And what I mean by that is I feel like the housewives before Beverly Hills existed, like OC, New York, Atlanta, New New Jersey, those women, they had, they were upper middle class, but they weren't opulently wealthy. They like money wasn't a part of their aesthetic. They just happened to mm-hmm. have money and like live in these weird neighborhoods, right? Yeah. And then when Beverly Hills happened, money became such an important part of the housewife package 
because all of those women were rich as fuck. All those women were driving Bentleys. All those women lived behind gates. They were holding diamonds in the intro. Oh, this was a whole new type of housewife. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and I feel like every housewife that came on after Beverly Hills was trying to remodel that archetype of mm-hmm. the rich girl that already comes in super successful and wealthy with the Louboutins and the Chanel bags and yeah. the labels and the this and the that, and she's already got ten million dollars just sitting on her, you know, gift card at Target. Yeah, like, it's just like. <laughs> So do you prefer when they were just normal women who who like had a little bit of change or do you prefer the new girls that are just opulently wealthy but may not actually be interesting people? I love it before. I I honestly if I hadn't watched Beverly Hills and I watched like um New York, if I watched them in order but I I couldn't have because I was like four when the first one came out. But um, (laughs) if I watched them in order, I would think that Atlanta would have been the Beverly Hills. You have Mimi Weeks starting off with Givenchy, Louis Vuitton. (laughs) She's literally putting on the accent. Like she's got money. Like, I I don't know. I feel like before they were, I I feel like they were regular women who were just living their life with their kids they just were normal women with rich husbands yeah and I think that's or with successful husbands yeah successful but I think Beverly Hills at the beginning 10 times better we need LVP Kim Richards and Garcelle in the mix with them (laughs) I love the beginning seasons of Beverly Hills it Mm -hmm. was so raw it almost felt so like a raw. docu-series like it yes. didn't feel as stylized and as produced like i will always remember that scene in the fucking limo with yeah. kyle kim and adrian so raw so it raw. looked like that was shot on an iphone it was yep. so banji and so raw and i was adrian the entire time trying to hold it together <laughs> but also just hypnotized by all of this drama by the sisters fighting the sisters are fighting like she was trying to hold it together she was trying to mediate she was trying to calm everything down but at the same time if you got really into her face she was so mesmerized she was like (laughs) what the fuck are these bitches talking you stole her house (laughs) what do you mean what what? do you mean like Like, I feel like she wanted to break it up, but then she didn't want to cut off the story because she didn't want to miss the tea. Exactly. So Adrian kind of didn't know what to do in that moment. <laughs> she had like a front row to Housewives. Um, like, that is a, the most memorable moment of Beverly Hills, the limo scene. I feel like if that limo scene was Celebrity Deathmatch, it would have been that scene. Like, yep. that scene looked like Celebrity Deathmatch back in the day. Now, now, I don't know if you know what that show is, Vicky. Because you sound like you're real, real young. <laughs> I'm 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm 31. We're not that far so apart. I, so we're not that far apart. But then it, it'd be the girls that'd be like, yeah, girl, we're not that far apart. Then you'll say something and then I'll realize how old I actually am. Because <laughs> I'm 31 and I carry myself like I'm 47. <laughs> I carry so myself like I'm still 21. I say 21 forever. See, we're going in opposite directions. <laughs> opposite direction. <laughs> we're getting but further and further apart. I love it. We are we are slowly turning into Nini and Portia. Real we quick. Are, real quick. And I live for it. <laughs> yeah. 
did you watch Bravo before Housewives, or have you seen like Bravo shows that were that came out before Housewives? Um, I actually was thinking about this because I I just I just like can't remember if I have seen any Bravo. I feel like I have because my mom would have any TV channel on when I was younger, but I feel like I don't know. Because I feel like Bravo watchers today only know the Housewives, Housewives cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. And then the couple of shows that are outside of that, like the Below Decks and the Married to Medicines, right? Yeah, and like the Southern Charms. Right, Random. those girls and the yeah. Summer Winter House and the, <laughs> those girls. I don't get into all of that. But, um, but, but yeah, like I feel like a, a real Bravo watcher just doesn't know about the beauty of Bravo that was before Housewives. Like, how do you not know Bravo? Like, when Kathy Griffin, my life on the D list was on. Like, yeah, those I've... six seasons of that show are so iconic, and people just don't know about them. Like, the Rachel Zoe project. Like, yeah, I don't know about out. that. <laughs> I'm going to give you some homework. Yes. I'm actually writing it down right now. Go and look up Kathy Griffin's My Life on the D-List and go look up the Rachel Zoe Project and just thank me later. I'm thanking you now because I need new shows because I'm tired of re-watching my my favorite shows and Housewives religiously. (laughs) When I say Kathy Griffin's My Life on the D-List is going to change your life when it comes to reality television. Oh, that, I'm so excited. to me, is one of the top three reality shows of all time to me. Really? Oh my God, I yes. gotta get it. I'm gonna get into it, it right is, after this. Because of the way that it's done, but I don't want to ruin anything. Like, like, I just want you to take in the full experience and just send me a message later and be like, girl! <laughs> Girl. Look what you got me into. Because I know you're going to live when you get into it. <laughs> so I just want you to just see it and just be like, Girl. No, definitely. I have to watch it now. That's going to happen right after this. Yeah, I was six when this first came out. <laughs> yeah, see, see. Kindergarten. <laughs> I was like 15. Like, girl. But you are so lucky, though, because you had prime time entertainment. Yes. Stuff was so a, raw back then. No I facts. grew up in the best <laughs> ages of black television and reality yes. TV. Because I grew up with all the black sitcoms. And then I grew up with all like the early reality shows that set the stage for all these loving exactly. hip girls. Exactly. Yeah. Did you watch? Were you watching Flavor, Flavor of Love? Like, One why? million percent. Because oh, I love Public I Enemy. That. But I'm old enough to know who they are. Let's not I, into that. <laughs> I literally watch it like once a year. That's one of my repeat shows. Shout out to Tubi because they keep <laughs> Flavor of Love popping out here in these streets. Like, <laughs> and I then Bad it. Girls Club. Oh my goodness. That, that may be my actual first show because my sister loved Bad Girls Club and that was before Jersey Shore. And my friend and I always are, whenever I'm on FaceTime with my one friend, we're always talking about Bad Girls Club. Like, even the reunion they had, we're like, look at Natalie. She still looks the same. Name twin, sadly. (laughs) My condolences. I I am so sorry for that. I hate that for you. I hate that for me, too. 
<laughs> if I were to go and recommend Bad Girls Club to somebody, I would only recommend the first two seasons. Maybe the first three seasons. But I would only recommend those first two seasons. And mind you, they had 17. I know. And I only it, recommend seasons one and two. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I loved Mexico. I can't remember all those, girl. I stopped watching after season four of Natalie's first season. <laughs> I stopped watching. Because, girl, I got a little bit too old. Like, I was older than you, girl. So I was like, girl, uh, <laughs> girl I was actually out here fighting. In, yeah. In stuff. So I was like, girl, this is a bit too much. Like, y'all sending mm. me to school real hype. No, yeah. Um, watching, like, the Bad Girls Club will really get you in the zone to violate someone. But, like, I went back. I went back and watched that show recently, and I tried to go back and and I said that I, that I'm gonna go back and watch all 17 seasons because I only saw seasons one through four, and I wanted to go back and just see all all of what I missed. Dream Doll was on fucking Bad Girls yeah, Club. She was. Megan James was on Bad Girls Club before yes. she was on Basketball Wives. And she she was she was on ten Obama. people at once. She was Obama's niece. Yes, like girl. <laughs> she Shout is, out to Megan James. That that's the season I love. Her season. Yeah. And like, I was Team Megan. I loved her. And but that show is so fucking problematic. So that show is so ignorant when it comes to race and yes. racism. Like it, like every season of that show had a racist white girl that they just called out and then just excused. Like every, se- it, every it, season. Uh, I couldn't get past season three because after the Ambers, I was like, listen, you bitches gonna get me locked the fuck up. Because I'm gonna go out and punch a white girl in the fucking face. <laughs> because y'all bitches gonna send me to Target triggered. Yes. I need to stop watching this. It was so bad. And then, like, people would come in with their, um, like, they would just act, try to act like a, what the world would classify as a ghetto black girl. And it's just like, right. come on. And every season, there would be one white girl. I just don't feel comfortable going to black clubs. Yeah, Bitch. every season. Oh, my God. I want to hit you with a bottle, my G. Like, <laughs> dog. Like, see, that's why I had to stop watching these shows because I'd be ready to punch somebody in their mouth for real because I really can fight in real life. <laughs> so I just, I don't do all this. Like, this is why I can't be on reality TV now because I was, I started watching reality TV back before they had security guards on TV. Oh, yeah, and yeah, really yeah. <laughs> like, they really let you fight. So yeah. I can't be one of these loving hip hop girls that just throw a drink and then ten security guards bum rush you and then all of a sudden ah, I can't punch you in the mouth like I can't do that. No, that I hate seeing security like get right involved. Like, come on! If this is the right. real, we're if this is if we're doing reality in reality, a security guard wouldn't see it right away and shut it down. Like exactly, they wouldn't the be on standby waiting for somebody to scream too loud. Exactly, and the beef is still gonna be there at the end of the day. Right. So, like, I just can't do that, and you know, God ain't got to me yet. I'm low on his list, <laughs> you know. So I'm just trying to be patient till till he get a little time to work on me. So until <laughs> then, I'm not gonna set myself up for the exactly. bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? Now, with yes. that being said, now with that being said, now that we've talked about the lovely nostalgic programming that was the Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yes. 
What is your favorite non-Bravo reality show? Mine would be, I, I mean, like, there's so many, but mm-hmm. I'll just say, like, the most recent one I've watched is Jordy Shore from Across the Pond in Jordy England. Shore. How is it's, that? Because I haven't gotten into the floor of Bama Shore, and it's only because I didn't know about it when they were casting it, and I live in Alabama, so I really could have, like, auditioned for that show, but once again, listen, I'm probably not the best it's for good. TV. It's good you didn't, because that show was mess. Like, the, 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 the treatment the Black people got on that show, not it. Like, not and at listen, all. And listen, and listen, I don't know if you've perused my YouTube channel or not. I, I didn't but, have time to, but I will after. But I keep it real light and cute on this podcast, right? Yeah. But over on... I get... Re- like, I'm real pro-blacker than a motherfucker. So, <laughs> I just... There's a lot that I can't... I can't do with the whole thing. And, you know, I was literally raised by former Black Panthers... So I can't like I have literal family members in my like that were instrumental in my raising that were in the actual listen that's a whole nother podcast but <laughs> I don't got mm-mm, that's no. not my CeeLo girl I can't be involved with 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 that shit because I because listen my the, husband's name it used to piss me off <laughs> listen my husband's name is Martin but I'm more of a Malcolm type bitch <laughs> so I, I can. I can't set myself up for that. And if you're ever a housewife, use that as a tagline, please. <laughs> well, that'll be my season two tagline because I think my season one tagline is going to really put me through the door. <laughs> In fact, let's just skip to that because that's usually the last thing that I go... That's usually how I close all, close all my phone calls, but since you brought it up. Because, listen, I have, like... I, it took me years to come up with a tagline, right? Like, I mm-hmm. just came up with a tagline, like, maybe two months ago, if that long. Oh, my right? goodness. Yeah. One that I like, right? Yeah. So, what's your tagline? Because you done gave me my season two tagline. <laughs> so. So, my, my, the one that I loved, I completely forgot. It was so good. But. Mm-hmm the one for like Nat's turn to talk season one is definitely I've let you talk but now it's Nat's turn to talk corny but it's if I feel like that would fit it in like New York or something cheesy like that I feel like you would have to say it in the Jersey accent like you would have to just go full poorly D like really give it to him real weed at realness like just really bring it out fit into the mic like literally just spit it out 1 million percent 100 percent. that's definitely how it needs to happen like but I have to scream it like poorly D honestly yeah, that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Because, listen, the reason why I said that suggestion would be my season two tagline is because I feel like my first one would is a great opening tagline for me. And I want to create it into an arc like the word on the street tagline so mm-hmm. bad, but I got to figure that out. I, I, I ain't thought that deep into it yet. It took me 15 <laughs> years just to come up with this one. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like the one I forgot, it's going to come back. Maybe it'll come back in 15 years. We got I'll time. Get back to you. I'll get back you, to you. 
you can always leave me a voice message. I'll play it in the show. It'll be fine. Yes, I'll leave you a voice message on what my real tagline is. But for that, Nat's Turn to Talk, the podcast, season one, mm-hmm. that's the that's it. My first, if somebody was ever stupid enough to hire me for Housewives, <laughs> my first season tagline would be, I'm totally not aggressive, just black. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Because I already know what I'm going to give on the show. Because mm-hmm. I almost did a reality show before. That's a whole other conversation. Oh my gosh, but, I got to hear that. I got to hear about that. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I used to work for a professional dance company. And I, and like, there, there was a season where they wanted to do a web series. And they knew that I like, did like, YouTube and editing and things like 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 that. So they asked me to be the producer of the web series for the season, right? And so that eventually turned into me pitching the idea to turn that into a sizzle reel because I had connections to a to a to a to a production company that was taking new submissions, right? Mm-hmm. And so the sizzle reel was shot. It was difficult because you know they didn't want to. Basically, they didn't want nobody fighting and arguing with each other. They didn't want no, 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 like TV drama, right? Yeah. But they sanitized it to the point where I couldn't really give any type of drama because my angle was as a producer, I wanted to place the drama within the structure of the actual dance company, right? So, like, why aren't people's music turn, turned in on time? Costumes haven't showed up on time. People are late. The um, set is falling apart. Uh, the uh, paint didn't dry. Somebody got injured the the day before the show, and they have a big solo. Like I wanted it to be that, not the castmates fighting. Yeah. So that you could still see some type of drama that would have like a sitcom type of resolution, right? That yeah. would tie it all together at the end. And they just weren't having it. So. So you're basically my- like the Carlos King, like collabing with Abby. Lee. It was basically me giving, like, you can say Carlos King, even though I'm hesitant to say Carlos King because I wouldn't steal nobody's life story or whatever, but it would be like if Carlos King did, if, like, he produced Bring It, right? It it would be kind of like that, but with all Can you hear me? Now I can. You had cut out for a second, but when that happens, I've learned to just keep talking until you okay. come back in, so it does okay. not pause. I'm sorry. It was literally no, you're fine. my sister called me now. Like <laughs> apparently no, I'm popular fine. now. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just um so like the we just didn't get the drama almost that I wanted, but then I ended up being the drama, right? Long yeah. story short. The production company reached out. They wanted to, to um, come down, do a reel to um, pitch to networks, right? Mm-hmm. But by the time that they reached back out, I was no longer working with, with the company, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, listen, I'll do the show at... I'll produce, but I don't want to be on the cast because I don't work for the company no more. It'll be weird if you just put me in there and I don't work here, right? Yeah. So they were like, well, we wanted to do the show because you're the only person who, like, has any type of dynamic presence on the show. Like, and, like, like and everybody on the show wants to be so popular and positive all, all the time, and you were the only person that was bringing any real reality. 
because yeah. I was the one that was I, I I was the only one that was brave enough to ask these questions like why isn't your music turned in on time why don't we have costumes why don't you have your lighting cues in why is no one ready like what is happening yeah and I was the only one who was willing to ask these questions on camera and I think that kind of big big became a conflict because I was also producing it and I was a cast member. So it kind of looked like I was just Trying stirring to put, the pot yeah. and like creating drama. And it was like, but I would have been at, but y'all know me. I've been working with this company for six years at this, this point. Y'all know my mouth is big as fuck anyway. And I would have been asking these questions had there been no fucking cameras. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Y'all are just paranoid to look like assholes. So... So I decided not to do it because I was like, there's no place for me in this company because I'm not going to come on and look like, oh, I'm creating all of this drama because I'm asking real questions. I don't have time to be defending myself every week and I don't even work here. Yeah. Like, it just didn't make any sense. So the show didn't work out. But I say all of that to say, if somebody was stupid enough to hire me on Housewives, (laughs) that would be my first tagline. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. What's your favorite Bravo show outside of the HCU? By HCU, I mean Housewives Cinematic Universe. Because at this point, it's <laughs> it as is, big as its own Marvel right. or DC. You're 1 right. Percent. 100%. I would say my favorite um, show outside of that is definitely... It has to be a tie between... Actually, you know what? No. It's not it my friends would be surprised that I don't say summer house because I just love them I think I love summer house because it's like right there in New York so mm-hmm. I it's like I go out to the Hamptons or I see that I see like places that they go to whatever nice. I would say VPR <laughs> Vanderpump Rules okay those people are just crazy like if you think about it seeing the first season of that mm-hmm. they are that friendship relationships on that show are nasty <laughs> yeah could it like, be my friend the first, the first few seasons were the best back when they were still broke yeah they were the best when they were broke sorry the best. About that, y'all. you know I love y'all now that, now that y'all got my well yep. some of y'all I still love well Schwartz and Sandy I still love y'all but anyway um I just that, that show was so much better when they when you believed that they would actually be working in these restaurants. Yes, like so much better. them, like it just. It, now, eventually, the the show didn't make sense when these people were buying a million dollar home and taking shifts as a bartender down at Pump. Like, yeah, did it? Just, it was like what? No, it was about <laughs> time that they got fired or quit, whatever what the case may be. They they weren't working there. Like you could tell yeah, like, when y'all they are stopped buying McMansions really and Literally. pretending to work as like y'all don't work here. The only real Damn one it. about it was Lala when she first came. She was like, "I don't need this job." <laughs> she, yeah, she, she said, "Listen." She really didn't. <laughs> I'll come in and do a shift, a little yang 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 around the spot or whatever. Yeah, but I need to, you know, go and yep. you know, pop pussy on PJs. Like exactly. I ain't got time for this. On the PJs. Like I'm doing this. Because Bravo was paying me, not because Lisa is paying me. Literally. And I respect her for that. I respect her Because she too. treated this like a job. And she but, did. But, she had completed the assignment 100%. Man. 
messy as hell. Messy. Your titties to men in relationships, but I lived for you though. Agreed. Agreed. Because I'm a slight nudist too, and as a trans woman, I walk around topless all the time. So it's like Ish. I really can't talk, but I don't think I would be doing that in front of nobody's husband. I don't know if I would do that in front of anybody's husband, but like, I'm the queen of nip slips and just not knowing. <laughs> You know what? That just made me think of a sidebar question. You remember when Nene bust through that goddamn door and with yes! the whole titty hanging yes, out? Yes, I just saw that scene. Didn't you? Just, that was on somebody's social media. It recently. was on that somebody's. Was yes, and, and I was, was shout out to you. Who, whoever posted that, sh- whoever shout out posted, to you. they deserve but, like all the praise. Because it was like she busted that door, yeah, <laughs> drunk as fuck, titty hanging out. And she was like, oh, child, I got nipple covers on. Why do you not, not but why do you not have on a bra? Like, why do you just have on nipple covers and you have on nothing else? Like, and especially at that age, no one's trying to see um, boobies. She may have gotten a boob listen, job and wanted to show them off. Listen, I ain't here to shame nobody. Nene's body looks good. Her body looks fire. So, uh, that's now, one thing. Those That's, titties were tittying. They were. One million percent. But it but the logic of it didn't make sense. I'm not <laughs> complaining because she got a nice set of titties. But the logic of it, why you bust through this motherfucking dough <laughs> like you the police, drunk as fuck, a chip hanging out your mouth, got, got potato chips hanging out your mouth, and your titty hanging out your damn roll. <laughs> Wait. It wasn't even like there was a slip. It was like she had to ho- her so arm happy. wasn't even in the damn seat. <laughs> no, like, it was not. She was just was she like, was just lounging. But since, you showing out. Since you brought that up, which I'm so thankful for because I've been I was gonna swipe up on that person's story and be like, was this the episode when Marlo goes, Cynthia, you bald headed scatterwag? <laughs> I think so. I think so too. Think that, that episode was, was a trip. mess. I was like, not bald head, scallywag. Bald head, scallywag. I'm like, wow. Throw back to season one, Cynthia. But honestly, I, I hype Cynthia up for that because so it's hard. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Marlo was calling somebody a bald head, scallywag, with no edges. Shout out to now when she got no edges, she got a whole damn transplant. Exactly. She done- she done snatched out her damn back hairs and slapped them on the side of her damn head and now she want to talk shit about what where somebody is that Eva woke her and I watched that scene today of her and oh, Eva amazing on the bus fighting I this is why I will forever campaign for Eva to come back Eva the diva will always the, the Eva will always be Eva-ing and diva-ing cause I would woman, love I would love for Eva and um Portia the both of them because I we didn't get to Portia, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I will take Eva and Cynthia. Oh, Y'all can I forgot about Cynthia. <laughs> leave Portia ass in Africa. That's with true. Simon. She's, she's an African queen now. Leave her ass down there in Scotlandia, <laughs> down to the west end of Africa. Leave her ass on the south side of Africa on Scotlandia Road. Because <laughs> I... I don't got time for her. I'm over Portia. <laughs> now, mind you, there is a... There's a scene from her last season that lives rent free in my mind that I will always live for, but I don't want her ass back. I feel like I can just watch that scene whenever I miss Portia and be just fine. She ain't gotta come back. You know what scene I loved of Mm. Portia? I loved when her and Phaedra were freaking frack before Mm. pre Candy Mess. And um, they were on the beach. They had a cast trip and um, 
Phage was when like, they wore them damn strappy ass, stringy ass outfits. Yes, I think that was it. And Phage was like, <laughs> I was like, girl, it ain't even about you having your whole ass out, girl. It's just about the shit looking cheap and tacky. I was like, what beauty supply store? Literally what hell did you store. buy this shit from? Literally like, girl, someone. y'all look ghetto as hell. It was my favorite. Oh, my favorite Portia moment is her last season. Well, 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 the Bolo season. Bolo, that was that was why I couldn't even believe they got that on camera. It was so funny to me when <laughs> Kenya was sitting at that dinner table trying to get her gold so bad. She wanted Portia to cuss her out so bad, so bad. And and Portia was just like, "Girl, I fucked Bolo. I fucked the man who made the pigs. I yes. fucked them. I fucked everybody." At the bachelor red party. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yes, that was it. That was it. She was dragging Kenya by her 24 inches of natural brown hair. Literally. It was so funny to me because it was the switch from the woo blue <laughs> to the now what, bitch. Now literally, what? literally. Now what? Amazing, amazing. Um, now, with that being said, because as much as I don't want her ass back, she she right up there with with Phaedra for me. Great TV, but don't bring your ass back on my screen. Who are your top favorite house? Who who, who are your top five housewives? Excuse me. My top. Five. You know I come from hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> so my you know number one. <laughs> Like, number one is my Sagittarius sister, Sonia Morgan. She, because okay. oh. I, I don't know what it is about her. It's the Sagittarius. I just love her. She's a free spirit. She's just doing what she does. She has no, she doesn't care. And it's like, whatever comes to her mind, she does. She had a funeral for her dog. Love that. Like, why? Why listen, would you do I'm, that? <laughs> listen, I'm still waiting on the toaster oven. Me too. I'm still waiting on the toaster. But I did get Sonia Sangria. Okay. And so I'm gonna, how is it? I'm going to taste test it tonight. So I'll, I'll send you a voice memo of how it tastes. Fair. Leave me a voice message on the pod. I'll play it on the pod. We'll... We'll add it in into the episode. Yes. And you can give her live review on the podcast of the Sonya uh Sangria. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I think she one of the last people that need a liquor line, but that ain't my damn deal. I agree. <laughs> but that is not it my should business. be selling. <laughs> it should be. It should be. So who's the rest of your your um top five? So we got so Sonya the, yes. Sangria. Uh, Sonya Sangria. We have Nini. The gr- she's Sonia's my favorite, but Nini is like the top of the top creme de la creme of housewives. Um, I'm definitely I'm gonna just give one from each franchise if I whatever my top this franchise is. This is your So basically, the next one is Teresa. She may uh-huh. be a little. Some people may classify her as not the smartest, but I think she is. Ama- she's an amazing mother. That's the main reason. Like, mm-hmm. she really took care of her girls. Um, yeah. After that, I would say, I think I would put Karen. Karen Huger. Okay. <laughs> She's, she won me over as soon as she opened her mouth, but she really won me over when her wig started slipping. Baby. <laughs> Karen won me over with her wig evolution alone. Oh, that is a fact. And Listen, the style, but- too. Speaking of, since you brought up, 
since since you brought this up, because I feel like somebody brings up brings this up in every episode, and I have to say this: in season seven, Karen Huger, I am talking to you directly, Karen Huger. If you do not give me a scene where you are convincing Giselle to try on a Ladam, if you don't get that bitch a Ladam wig this oh my motherfucking goodness. season. I'm going to read you for all 22 episodes. I swear to God. Somebody. Because she wearing go naked and still look a goddamn fool. But Karen's wigs look immaculately flawless. They look beautiful. I never knew a wig could make you look younger. Like, I was like, no, literally. Karen looks so much younger than her first season. It's crazy. She's like, stunning. I know Robin was being funny, but she really did look like she was in her 60s first season with that big ass forehead. Yes. And then now <laughs> she looks like she's in her early 50s. Yes, she does. She looks great. She and she has a beautiful. nice little body too. Work. So we got Karen and her wigs. Yes. Sonya and her sangria. Teresa and her mess. Yes. <laughs> and Nini and Oh, there's one more. So who's your number five? Pony Fei Fei. Pony Fei Fei. Pony Fei. That big donkey about it. The morally corrupt Phaedra the Clark. Corrupt. I love a Pony Fei Fei moment. Like she is just. A... She's another one of those girls where I don't never, ever <laughs> want to see her back on TV. But I can enjoy all the years I had of her for the rest of exactly. my life. Like, I could enjoy a Phaedra compliment. Listen, I do monologues on my YouTube channel. Well, I've only done one, but I plan on getting back into it. And the next monologue that I'm going to do is Phaedra's read of Kenya at the reunion. At the reunion. Amazing. When she was like, while yeah. you were speaking on my husband <laughs> and speaking on my the father of my children, yes. you are peddling around in sperm banks, sifting through catalogs <laughs> so that you can find a child. Because what you don't know is, you don't know if your child will be an ex matterer or a child molester. But what you will know is that he needed $10 for a medium-sized pizza, so he ejaculated in a cup so you could have a child. Now, now check, check that. that. <laughs> Bitch! Oh! <laughs> Round of applause. That was beautiful. May I have brought tears to my eyes. Now, that is spoken word. That is poetry. That's poetry. That poetry. was a beautiful monologue. A bitch, you deserve a uh, you de- bitch, you deserve an Emmy for that. An like, Emmy. That was beautiful. That shit was iconic. Like that I should be in textbooks. That, that should, should be in textbooks. really that should be taught in every drama class. That should be every person's first monologue yes. when they're playing a bitch. Like, if you just want to ever play a bitch and you're not ready for the Dynasty, Dominique Devereaux, Crystal yes. Carrington read yet, crawl before you walk. Start with Phaedra. Yep. Because that'll be best. a good prep to get you to Dominique Devereaux. Anyway. And I so would I have your... to throw in... Oh, sorry, go ahead. That now, before... I wasn't a fan of Kenya. I thought she was too messy. But after watching her on Ultimate Girls Trip, I love her. So she's my six for now. She probably will move up. I, listen, I ain't got nothing fucking your ass no more. I loved her in the beginning. 
because I felt like all the stunts that she was pulling was for a damn reason. Now, I feel like she's just trying to make TV and she's leaning into the aesthetic and she's become a caricature of herself and I don't like it one goddamn bit. Not one bit. But God bless her her and what's left of her natural 24 inches. Yeah, I did not like her on the bolo season at all. She was trying so hard on that season. Like, she was trying so So hard hard. and and had nothing. That's why that scene with her and Kenya is my CeeLo when she's just like, now what? Now what? Yeah. Now what? Bitch, I fucked him. Now what? Bitch, I fucked everybody. Exactly. Exactly. It was like, girl, why do you give a fuck? Like, she was so invested for no reason. It had nothing to do with her. Because she didn't want to talk about Mark's fine evil ass. <laughs> Amen. That man looked like a 90s R&B singer with his he does. sexy ass. He does. A fucking demon. He is something straight out of a Lifetime movie. The bastard. But he is so sexy. If you want to look at a better a better version of Mark, I highly recommend looking up Timmy Swerve. I'll send him over to you from Love Island. He looks oh, like Mark. I thought you were about to say Michael Healy. I am about to say, yeah, you right, girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. Timmy Swerve, he was just on Love Island. The first black send couple to win. I'm going to send, send him over. Send over Timmy because, Suave. Because Timmy Suave is beautiful. He is. Yes. Ooh, he is. I love the He reminded me of too. Mark, too. Mark and, Daly is so fun. Because I love those 90s R&B looking sexy, flexy ass. Might still have activator in your hair. I'll be <laughs> sure looking ass, dude. I love that. Like, I love somebody who looks like they can sing me right out of my panties. <laughs> very that very that I live for an old Jodeci looking freak me baby type ass dude yes. I love it <laughs> love it I love it for you so bad Mark gives me like Craig David type of vibe I, I, I don't know if you know who Craig David is that might be a little love too old for you but just look up <laughs> Craig David and then just leave me a voice message yes. you'll you have some homework anyway uh, yes yes <laughs> What's your favorite tagline? Ever. Oh, my favorite ever? Mm-hmm. Because mm. I have a top three, so I'll, I'll... I'll ask you for one, but I'll allow a top three. Okay, okay. Let me... You tell me your three, because I have... I, I need to think of it right now. I'll give you time to think. Oh, okay. My three are... Um, my three are Tamra, Faith, Family, and Fitness are the only F's I give. That's one. That's my third. My second mm-hmm. is Portia on her last season when she said, I may be social distancing, but I'm here for social justice. Lived for that. <laughs> yes, that was amazing. That was such a good one. That was Lived. such a good one. Lived for that. But my favorite is Ebony K. Williams and in her season when she said I've worked twice as hard to get half as far but now I'm coming for everything I said yes black woman yes, yes. excellent Excellent. yes amazing in this bitch works <laughs> <Woo>! yes <laughs> I live for that I love that those are my top three do you still need time to think my favorite has to be from Nini I just remembered Word. It was um, what was it? It was some. It was like it was from the so so nasty, so rude. <laughs> but I could be so fierce and so successful. I just love that. Like that is 
that's such one a of my good... favorite ones where like do where they do a callback. I love I love that. Those are the that. best. Because like Sounds you take like, something yeah. that was so such a negative thing and turn it into a positive. And Nini turned it into comedy. And to comedy says, always. Say I can be so nasty and so, so rude, rude. But I can be so, so rich and so, so successful. successful. I love like, it. Just uh, shout out to Lanithia Moli Johnson Lee. Yes. Amen. Now, <laughs> what makes a great housewife to you? Like, if you could write the job description on what makes a great housewife for all the girls coming on to the show, what would you say are the definitive points of a great housewife? Um, I would say, number one, definitely you have to be funny. Like, you have to have some type of... But not on purpose all mm-hmm. the time. It has to be, like, an authentic type of funny. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, in school, like, the girls who are like, ha I'm so funny, and they're not. Like, it's just right. like, you're tired, you're not funny. <laughs> right, it's like, girl, I see you telling the joke. And yeah, it didn't hit. It didn't hit. You um, knocked, knocked, and no one was home, girl. No one, no one wanted to be home. <laughs> no one answered the door. We were home. Yeah. No one answered. We ignored. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, definitely that. I want. I need a a woman that can like hold her own. Mm-hmm. So like, she doesn't need her husband to back her up or anything. Yeah. Yeah, like I really enjoy that. Like I love Nini, especially because she's a single mother. Sonia Morgan, single mother. Like I, I like that. Because, well, my mom's a single mother, but like I just, right. I just like seeing it outside of my mom and seeing how amazing women are. Like it's not rare for a single mother to be amazing and the brightest in the room. <laughs> One million percent. I think they need to be a little shady actually extremely shady (laughs) because like what is housewives about the shade that's beverly hills minus garcelle (laughs) Mm. hello and um they have to be able to handle it (laughs) they have to be built for it they have to be built for it because like i don't want you crying because someone left you a nasty message or because somebody (laughs) raped returned a gift that you gave to them for their grandchild. Goodbye. After you you said they were close to death. After you said they were an alcoholic numerous times. Right. On TV. like, But her sister is still friends with that lady. And now she's going with other sister. Mm. Hello. With the same woman. (laughs) Same woman. That, okay. Pay attention, children. It's disgusting. If If someone did that with my sisters, I would be pissed. I would never talk to them again. See, I'm a black woman, so, so like, I don't understand that. Like, I come from a breed where, bitch, can't nobody fuck with my sister but me. Exactly. We can like, fight, we can cuss each other out, I can call her all type of bitches. Yeah. And one of you hoes try to start something. Exactly. We will turn on you. Not we will turn on you, period. Like, she will always have me. You won't. Sorry. Right. We can be beefing today, but we will both slap the shit out of you. Try yep. one of us. And I did not like the brandy of it all either. Like, I get brandy was being there for Kim, but I mm-hmm. feel like she did, she more pushed them away than brought them together. I can agree with that. Yeah. I like the fact that she was being the person that Kyle should have been, but I do feel like yeah. 
she was more so trying to be like, Kim, just cut the bitch off. Exactly. Just cut the bitch off. <laughs> Which, like, honestly, would have been my approach, so I feel bad about it, sort of. Not really. Yeah. But, like, she was just more like, girl, she's toxic, cut her ass off. <laughs> Instead of being like, Kyle, fix it. Yeah. But at Which, the same time, if you look at it from Kim's side, you're just like, what was Kim supposed to do if her sister's not going to stick up for her? She at least has someone. And that's what's happening with Kathy. Yeah. I wish she talked talked about the husband. Oh, if I ever get that woman alone in a room. She will talk about the husband. (laughs) She she will talk about the husband. Y'all will never hear about it. But I will know. What happens about the husband. I will know what Lisa Renna doesn't want out. Exactly. Amen. If you could do one cast trip over, what would it be and why? It would be the trip New York took to Mexico, the tequila trip for Bethany's Ooh. tequila. <laughs> I would do it 100%. Wait, did you ask me yeah. which one I would want to go on? No, which one would you want to do over? So if you could make oh. it better or keep it from going so bad, no. which one would you want to do over? <laughs> I wouldn't redo that one. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, you messy. I, oh, okay. I see you, girl. I see you. <laughs> I would probably... Oh, it'd have to be like a boring one. I'd have to redo. There was one I just watched that was boring. It had to be OC because that was the last one. I just... No. It was actually Beverly Hills. I would do over the... Let's talk about the husband. When they went to Yolanda's hometown. 100%. When they went to Amsterdam, yeah. And get all the tea out. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I would fair. do over this Aspen trip and make sure that the the a phone is on recording or something so that we actually knew what actually happened. When I say I have so many fucking questions, listen. So I many. Proudly, I proudly call claim the housewives human resources title and as a part of my job description i don't just read housewives i read production i read executives i read mm-hmm. editors i read cameramen i read everybody that has a part in this show i, I want to know what the goddamn fucking hell the crew was doing yeah they didn't have no damn camera on the cameras and the sprinters weren't on when Renna and Kathy was on the way home. Why mm-hmm. wasn't so many damn cameras in the house in Atlanta during the Bolo trip? That's what I'm saying. The camera was on yes. at Kim's, at damn Kyle's house. Yep. Why was there no hot mics? Like, like why not didn't, even like, a little smidge of what happened. Like, not, nothing. Nothing. We All have we to... have is Renna monologuing like she is on the set of Days of Our Lives. Literally the most dramatic. And it's just like, I can't even, t- I could, I all I could do is laugh. Like, I can't even take it seriously. I feel like I've seen the devil. And her name is. Her name is, is Kathy Hilton. I was like, bitch. Sit down and shut up. Girl, if you don't go put on a different wig and shut the fuck up. Please. Like, oh my goodness. And then she's saying, Kathy Hilton will never be as famous and successful as Kyle Richards. I think she surpassed her already. I'm sorry. I don't know. Right. Like, (laughs) Like, I don't know what what you're looking at. I didn't know who the fuck Kyle Richards was before Real Housewives of the Beverly Hills. I didn't know who the fuck Kim Richards was. Mm -mm. 
But you knew Kathy knew Hilton. <laughs> and, and listen, I damn sure knew Faye Resnick. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, because I have her book. God bless her. Shout out to the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Shout out to the morally corrupt. Love her. She was listen, on... Let me... Huh? She was on... Um, She's friends with... Um, Lisa Rinna's best friend's mother. <laughs> Jenner. ghetto shit. <laughs> That's ghetto shit. I don't know what goes on in, that, in Lisa Rinna's mind. Listen, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-mm. But let's move on. Hey, yes. God bless us. <laughs> Shout out to all them. And by them, I mean favorite Nick only. <laughs> what is your favorite NeNe Leaks quote? Uh, I I was just pillow talk. Well, that's my favorite Nene Leaks episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that whole scene. That, it's like a monologue for me. It, it is a whole monologue. Like Nene sashaying around the room with her robe, <laughs> licking with it. With this ghetto ass Bob bitch. In the ghetto ass setup in the middle of you a look hotel. Fabulous. Room. You don't. You don't. <laughs> You don't. (laughs) Hey, bitch. (laughs) Slam the door. Like, that whole... That was Nene's time to shine for real. performance, honey. That was a performance. She said, bitch, you think you're really fabulous, but you're really not. (laughs) But you're really not. I love it. I said, ooh, girl, you went. Girl, you were pissed the fuck off. She was. 100%. Now, listen. I have a question. Mm -hmm. How... Has the Bravo fandom embraced your content? That's about to get a little serious real quick. Okay. I would say for starting out, like, maybe, was it two months ago or however long? Two months or three months. Mm -hmm. I would say, I guess how I would think a new one, a new podcast or content channel would do but mm-hmm. I've also connected and reached out to a bunch of pages as well. Like my mm-hmm. th- my my girl Shannon, everything's hunky dory, amazing. Love she that. she is so nice, so easy to talk to too. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you, and you oh, amazing. You. Another one. Thank you so much. And I I like try to reach. Oh, well, actually, I had one mishap. I accidentally tagged a Bravo Lab in someone's comments, and I got him violated. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't know the rules. I didn't know the rules like that. So there's that. But other than that, I feel like it's pretty nor- norm, normal, kind of, what mm-hmm. I would expect for the first three to two months. Okay, I yeah. dig that. What defines an unpopular opinion for you? An unpopular opinion? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that comes out of Lisa Vernon's mouth. <laughs> Just kidding. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll take it. All right, locked in. <laughs> Grand prize. Give her the point, Alex. Yeah. Give her the point. Thank you. Period. What's your most unpopular piece of content or exchange about Housewives or reality TV? Um, wait, can you say it again? My most... Like, what 
posts have you put up on like social media or like what's been your most negative exchange that you've had like oh, like I get into it with people on Twitter all the time about the housewives like I just finished reading a bitch on Twitter earlier oh I love Twitter I, I, love I haven't too. tweeted in a long time I would say on my Instagram I yeah. got I well this one wasn't related to housewives I posted about J-Lo and her many many husbands and fiancés and someone was like I'm sending this in to J-Lo's lawyer and attorney right now and I was like bye bitch and I blocked them but right. um, other than that I've, it may have been like a comment talking about how I'm team Teresa and some Melissa girl or someone who's team Melissa came and tried to violate no I know what it was an exchange on Ramona Singer's Instagram she watched she wore a dress on watch what happens live then she wore it to some party she went to because you know this girl goes out to party every weekend or every day so she wore the same dress again so I commented thinking I'm funny like Ramona Singer you are an outfit repeater (laughs) like Mm -hmm. Lizzie Lizzie McGuire quote and someone was like how dare you how dare you disrespect Ramona like that? And I was like, bitch, it's not disrespect, it's a joke. Like, relax. Right. And then Ramona hopped in. She was like, I love this dress. I think it makes you look good, or whatever she said. And I was like, all right. But then. See, you better than me, because I can't be getting into it with these kids on social media. I'd be going, I'd be flaming their ass. Had somebody tried that with me, I'd have been like, bitch, take that up with Lizzie McGuire. Okay? <laughs> like, why are you worried about what what the fuck I'm doing? You Literally. the stylist? Or, it, or it, the words of Nene, are you the parking meter, motherfucker? Like, what the, <laughs> like, bitch, I, I can park wherever I want to. You are not the parking meter lady. Yes. Oh, I, wait, I, going I back to, on this bitch shit. <laughs> going back to my Nene Leakes favorite quote, Mm-hmm. I think that's what, yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta say, it's. Where's your scooter? <laughs> no, it's. Ken Mora. Ken Mora is across the street. <laughs> Girl. I literally I say it out of nowhere to my friends. I'll be like, Ken Mora is across the street. Across the street. <laughs> I think my favorite Nene Leakes quote, or at least the one that I use the most often, is, This is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> I am not one of your children. Yes, yes. That's I will amazing. Pull that out on a bitch quick. That's like, a good my one. Just, my husband could, could, could be like, Babe, can't, can't, and you hand me the remote, ah, ah, ah. And I will for no reason be like, This is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I will pull that shit out anytime, any place, for no reason. This yeah. is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> hey, can I you pass it. me the salt? I am not one of your children. We <laughs> <laughs> see each other. Just ignorant, but no reason. Yeah. So nasty and so, so rude. So nasty, so rude. <laughs> so nasty and so rude. Like, I don't understand why I'm like this. No, but, but yeah. That's actually something that the commenters are so nasty and so rude. And they don't, they won't let you have a moment. No, you literally. Stand up material because I'd be like, listen, I don't do stand up comedy, but I feel like my reactions to other people's bullshit is what's most funny about me. So when you give me material, or if you're going to give me words on a paper, I'm going to read that. Yeah. So if you set yourself up, I'm going to take the layup. 
all day long. I, I don't know nothing about sports, so you know, excuse the football reference. It's anyway, it's basketball. <laughs> I only know that because I played basketball for a little bit. Work. Shout out to Nia Long and loving basketball because I'm about as familiar as I get. I ain't playing no dude for his heart. Sorry, no. I just I don't know what that means. You want to play a game with me? Yes, I'll play a game. Okay, because I have you ever heard of this or that? Yes, it's like you pick this or that, right? Very, very self-explanatory, right? Okay, okay, okay. I'm just, I'm making sure there's not another explanation. <laughs> no, like, right? It's like no. It's when you, you know, write your name on a hat and then you know throw it in a ocean and then you go bobbing for apples. What Literally. Is it just that. I, I probably should have went with the bid and be like, no, see, what you're going to do is you're going to hogtie Pandora, <laughs> take her to Costa Rica, yes. and do a ransom. <laughs> Very that clocky reference to children. Anyway, so I have some housewives slash Bravo type of this or that questions. And mm-hmm. I have a three-way split at the end that's going to wrap all that up, okay? Okay. Drew or Sanya? Drew. Kenya or Marlo? Marlo. Kyle or LVP? LVP. Monique or Candace? Oh. Candace. Jill or Bethany? Uh oh. Hello. I know she, she better have a hotline pumping, honey. All the girls are calling oh, her tonight. Okay. <laughs> Literally, grandpa now. <laughs> Get, hey, Paul Paul. Shout out to all y'all. Yes. Y'all better fix me a damn plate. Y'all the whole family. Honey, <laughs> they want to know where you at. They want to know where I'm at. I'm in my room. <laughs> Fair. But, um, wait, so. Jill or Bethany? Jill, Jill or Bethany? Um, mm-hmm. I would say Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Surprise. Surprise. Bobby. Bobby. I love her. I, love I more her. so just love her tone of voice. Like her voice Same. is everything to me. Everything. It's so surprise. It's so New York. It reminds me of like my first, my second grade teacher. It reminds me of Fran Drescher in The Nanny. Yes, yes. Oh, I was the nanny for Halloween one year. <laughs> I have been the nanny a lot of times. They were never for Halloween. Mind your business. I'm a grown woman. <laughs> um, but shout out to Fran Drescher. <laughs> yes, shout out. Gretchen or Alexis? I hate them both. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe uh just gonna Alexis. Shout out to Jesus Jug wins again. Yep. <laughs> Phaedra or Candy? Faith phony Fay Word. <laughs> Vicky or Tamara? Vicky. Okay. Kelly or Heather? Kelly Dodd? Mm-hmm. Or Heather Thompson? Kelly Dodd or Heather DeBro. Oh, I, I, Heather DeBro, bare bottom bullshit. Fair enough. Pick the best <laughs> of the mess if you have to. Okay? Yep. <laughs> it's 
speaking of the best of the mess, this is the one where I usually get this, get that type of response. Gina or Emily? Oh. <laughs> See? See? Every time. Every time I get that response. I cannot. Oh. Every time. All right. Let's think. I'll do Gina because she's from Long Island. There. Shout out to Long Island. Yes. Sutton or Diana? Sutton. Work. 100%. Brandy, <laughs> Brandy or Denise? Um, oh, Brandy, Brandy. Okay. Oh, but I like Denise. <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> I, I was about to say, listen, <laughs> I, I don't want to be that girl, but you are Tyra Banks right now. <laughs> and you're holding one contract in your hand. That's what this is about right this now. Is, this is that moment. This is the moment. the contract. Yes. Tyra Banks Cohen. <laughs> yes. Here we are. Hello. Cam- Camille or Renna? Camille. Mm. <laughs> That's messy, but like, I just can't with Renna right now. Fair. <laughs> Crystal or Teddy? Crystal. Oh, Teddy is terrible. God bless it. Garcelle or Erica? Garcelle, my Haitian sister. Here we are. (laughs) There's no other answer for that one. Schwartz or Sandy? Schwartz. Can you elaborate on that? Because I really want to get, like, (laughs) I, I, this, Today is my first time adding Schwartz and Sandy to this game, but I'm going to keep them on there now because I've gotten into some interesting debates about Schwartz and Sandy, and I just want to know what, how y'all feel about it. How do people feel about the Schwartz and the Sandy? So I just can't stand Tom Sandoval. <laughs> oh. He's just like, he's like that kid that just is always bragging about what he's doing, and it's just like, na- it's not bragging, it's nagging, and it's just like, I'm tired. Stop talking to me. <laughs> Fair. I just think he's hot. Let, 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 listen, they're both hot to me. Schwartz and Sandy are both hot to me. But if I just wanted to hook up with somebody right now, like like I'm already drunk at Schwartz and Sandy's and I could take one of them home right now, it would be Tom Sandoval, one million percent. Because he just, listen, I grew up like really like, emo going to raves I was borderline mm-hmm. goth like oh, but I was like more of a club kid yeah so Schwartz looks like all the twinks I was running through in high school mm-hmm. but Sandy looks like the guy that I would want to get married to and like actually like have a conversation with the yeah after <laughs> Schwartz is a, a hit it and quit it for you I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say that Sandy is a hit it and quit it. Like, I just... But, like, he's one of those people that I would not expect to wake up to the next day. I would hope that Schwartz was still laying next to me when I woke up. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like, if he was... Like, if Sandy was already gone when I woke up, I wouldn't even think about it. But if... But if Schwartz just crept out in the middle of the night, I would be devastated. No, yeah. I would be devastated. I'd be like, oh, my God. What did I do? What did I do? (laughs) Yeah, one million percent. Yeah. One million percent. 
Now, here's my bonus question. Mm-hmm. 818 Vita Tequila Casa de Sol. Ugh. It, this really sucks. Because mm-hmm. I, I haven't tasted Casa de Sol or, or um, Vita Tequila. Well, here's the setup. You're sitting at a tequila tasting right now. Mm-hmm. And they set them in front of you, and they're like, pick one to choose first. Who are you trying first? I think... Mm, I'm a tequila girl, so I think I would definitely try probably Casa de Sol, because Kathy, we've heard her pitch it 20 million times. I feel like she'd be sitting right next to me like, you better try it. (laughs) But you know what? They act like Kathy shoved this motherfucking tequila down our throats. It was one episode. We spent a whole fucking two seasons hearing about Lisa Renna's fucking lip kit. Yes. And I don't think it was it's like that bad. I think that's what you're supposed to do on the show. Usually you get that's a business. That's what the show is for. Candy and opens a new business every, every goddamn season. season. And then you have Sonya Morgan with the failed toaster. Look, like, listen. I ain't seen Sonya Morgan toaster oven. I ain't seen a Marlo wig. I haven't seen. There's a bunch of bitches. We still can't get no goddamn she by Sheree left. We go through AliExpress or Sheen. Exactly. And we probably got to download the goddamn logo off of the internet just to slap it on there. Like, 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 I guess love don't cost a thing. Yeah, exactly. (sighs) Anyway, by Neverland by Sheree. No, I love Sheree. I don't, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But, I just okay. like the way that when, when she gets, when she's at a reunion, and you know how she gets nervous talking to she, the, no, confronting her peers. Nervous. She just, she ain't nervous. She just don't got no good lies. Like, I don't understand why she that's lies true, so that's it. much. And she lies so ex- much. She can't even talk her way out of it. Like she nope. be like, "Well, I would, I joggers, joggers, spring, the summer." Fuck? Like, what the Tourette is going, bitch? Is you on the spectrum? Like, what is Literally, happening? What is happening? I ain't judging nobody on the spectrum, but at least tell me what's going on, so I can exactly. know. Because I, because I, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna be like, "Girl, what, what the fuck wrong with you? Why you spazzing on the?" Lord, I can't say that. They just came from Beyonce and Lizzo. For <laughs> that's that true. Shit. That's true. I didn't even know. It was I'm like not that. being. I'm not being ableist. No. But if you sitting here, boy, listen. I grew up in the. I grew, listen. I'm the old girl in the club. So when I say shit like that, I'm going back to the days where Joe was putting out songs called Stutter. I have a speech impediment, so I'm not reading nobody. Yeah. I just come from from the Let days where you talked about what 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 people was giving. Because I, I, I can tell you're lying. Because when you replying, you stutter, stutter. <laughs> yeah, do your homework, children. Anyway, <laughs> no shade to the ableist community. No, I, I, no, no shade, shade to no the, shade. I'm not trying to read nobody or however that shit works. I, I'm not trying to be ableist. Don't come for me. Mm-mm. Y'all probably not even listening to me any goddamn way. <laughs> so fuck y'all. Anyway, as a black woman, mm-hmm. as a black woman, Sorry, I'm still in my Cheryl Lee Ralph bag from the Emmys. I might say that a little hard. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. As a black woman. Yes. How do you see shows like RHOP and RHOBH, Potomac and Beverly Hills, sorry, mm-hmm. with one suffering with issues of colorism and the other 
and the other one reeks of microaggressions and racial biases. How do you as a black woman consume those shows that are incredibly entertaining but also can be extremely problematic? Um, I would say like the way that I, you're asking like how I watch, how I'm able to enjoy watching them. Yeah, how do you still yeah. continue to watch them? Because I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to watch Beverly Hills now. No Honestly, I don't even know how I could watch Beverly. The only reason I watch Beverly Hills now is because of Garcelle. Facts. Like, it's it's her. <laughs> it's her, and it's her period. It's her period. Like I don't, I can't stand to see like Lisa Rinna. You bring your friend in, and then you're just constantly having someone bash her every season and they do the same with Sutton and Crystal like yeah. I, I don't like that mm-hmm. and then um, Potomac the colorism is just I think it's it's there and I think it's just stupid I don't get how you I, colorism to me is is ignorance again where it's just like I just don't understand how you could look at someone who has the same ethnic background as you and put them down like I don't Mm -hmm. know I don't know what it is it just it makes me mad and that's what makes me not want to like like certain people at certain times when I see it happening but then you realize the housewives in a way are just petty and shady Mm-hmm. So, it just comes with it comes with it in a way, which is really sad. And you, it's moments and, like that when you recognize that housewives is nothing but a microcosm of what America is really like. Exactly. And, and it's like, oh shit, that does happen in real life. I forgot. Yep. And I feel like every franchise has their own thing that mm-hmm. makes you realize, like, oh. This world kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, thanks for putting it into perspective. Yeah, thank you for the reminder. Yes. Shout out to, shout out to all the fans of Bravo that watch these shows for escapism. Yeah. Fuck you and your privilege. <laughs> literally, I wish. Like, literally, because fuck you and your privilege. Like, what the fuck? It's something like, oh. always, it's, it's like something always comes up, like, the, the saying that Garcelle didn't pay when Kyle, on Garcelle's first season, I think, Kyle yeah. said she didn't pay for the gala. Um, you don't Bitch. do that. You don't do that. And, you, the fact that, and then the fact of the way you did it, you you intentionally did it maliciously. You waited until the motherfucker the reunion to that out, knowing you had that for months. You had that knowing girl's had number. That for months. months. You, you, you had that girl's phone number. You filmed with her. Y'all went to all the damn parties. You could have sat her ass down and talked to her. Send her a text, even. Don't even do it on camera. Send the exactly. text to be like, hey, they didn't get your payment. What's we'll tea? Exactly. You got to wait till the reunion to specifically try to embarrass her. Mm-hmm. Girl, this is why she said you wasn't... This is why she made the whole comment about my new best friend. Well, some of them not so much. And it looked... They looked... <laughs> They looked you dead in your bag. Yep. And there you go. And there you have it. And there it is. There it is. Why do you think the Bravo fandom, and now specifically the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fandom, is seemingly the most toxic fandom in reality TV? Uh, I would say because they don't hold back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, in a way, they really don't hold back. Beverly Hills, I 
choose to think specifically that someone had to have put that those bots on Jax and I don't like that at all right as a black person in general like I think that is disgusting they're they're telling him his brother's gonna die from his all those everything they said was just so hurtful and so so nasty and so rude so rude literally so nasty and so rude like really you're gonna attack a 13 year old 14 year old kid black man and relate him to some nasty things that we have seen and been so hurt by that's fucked up completely disgusting yeah I oh child (laughs) listen how do you think we as content creators can contribute to to the maturity of the fan base experience on social media um I think that we as content creators could definitely just like just speak on it (laughs) like I I don't know what else we could do (laughs) that's what we gotta do we gotta speak on it okay that's it period we gotta speak on it speak up I completely feel you on that because what else can you do just sit there and be quiet and let it happen that's why my let it happen that's my my second episode was about Mm -hmm. that situation with Jax and I was just going off on it because it it just really like pissed me off that's what I was listening to right before I called you yes my eight minutes (laughs) but yeah it's just like come on we should be better than this Speaking of, if you have, if you have or when you have children, how would you feel about them working for Lisa Vanderpump? I'm scared. That pause. <laughs> that pause. Wow. That was intense, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be scared. <laughs> I can just imagine your face. Yeah, literally, I literally froze completely. I was like, oh. The panic. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. I would be scared. <laughs> just because okay. the people that are around, yes, they may say they're sober now, but you never know. It's just like, and there's just a lot going on over there. You got drugs. Right. You got people cheating on each other. You got just mess all around. Like, it's just a mess. That whole work yeah. environment is toxic. That entire show was built on mess. That entire environment was messy, and that's why this whole show was being messy. Listen, yep. speaking of, so I already see how you feel about your child just working in the damn restaurant. <laughs> if they came and told you they wanted to test for Vanderpump rules, and they came and asked you for your advice or your opinion on them testing for Vanderpump rules, what you gonna say, sis? Um, I would say good luck. Oh. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Just good luck. That's it. I don't think there's anything else I could say because, like, you know, you don't want to stop someone from their their potential dreams, but you also live and learn. So that's mm-hmm. that's a learning experience for them. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one, but they want to learn that way. They can learn that way. <laughs> Listen, speaking of a hard lesson, if your child brings home a Jax or a James Kennedy, 
<laughs> what you gonna do? We're going into hiding. <laughs> Not going into hiding. We're going into hiding. <laughs> no way. Jax Taylor would never be able to step foot in my house. <laughs> that part. Like, ever. Ever. Oh, Jesus. That That's just uh, good God. A Let's mess. Let's move on to something positive. <laughs> Shout out to Faith Stowers. Anyway. Yes. Um, If you could join a franchise of Housewives or create a franchise of Housewives which would you do and why if I could join Mm -hmm. I would have to join New York or New Jersey because I just know the places Mm -hmm. and it it would be more organic for me but if I could make one it would be Housewives of Long Island work (laughs) But, like, not the average Long Island, white woman, blah, 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 gang, lady gang, real moms of whatever town. It would be, um, like, real Long Island mothers, like the single mothers, the married mothers, that the mothers that are providing for the family and having the dad at home. Like, ooh, it would be mm. good. Shout out to Michelle Bathage. Yes. Nasty. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's step that question up just a little bit. If you could work on a franchise of Housewives and they gave you the option to choose which job you wanted, would you choose to produce? Would you choose to edit? Or would you choose to cast Housewives? Well, after this Beverly Hills, Casa de Soul, Kathy Hilton meltdown, I would definitely choose to edit. (laughs) Because I would edit it. I would not be changing anything for anyone. One million give the people what they need one million monopoly dollars but I would also produce too because I'd make sure that the camera's in there right I don't understand how this woman misses half the damn season because she's holding out for money and this is the person y'all choose to cover up for I don't get it I need to hear it but allegedly y'all full of shit (laughs) allegedly amen okay now I just Let's just step into the realm of fantasy for a minute. Let's just let's just step into the land of illusion. Let's just make let's let's just play pretend for a minute. Where would you wear seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar earrings? I probably uh, wouldn't (laughs) because I would lose them in like a second. I listen. I just. One, I don't think I would ever spend seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a piece of jewelry. One, I agree. and then two. The reason I would never wear like there's only three places that I would wear seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar earrings, and those three places are in my bathtub. When I want to feel real dynasty, rich, oh, yeah, bitch, that's opulent, a dynasty moment. Bitch. When mm-hmm. I just want to sit with my hair tied up in a towel, sitting up in the thing with the strawberries and the liquor in the thing, that's when I would feel that old. Because there would be a stopper in that drain. So I knew even if that did, oh. earring did slip off, You're it would right. be going nowhere. Okay? I would wear $750,000 $750, worth of earring in my closet. 
specifically standing next to my face. Right? Yeah. Because, you know, I'd be right there. You know, I'd be right there. I'd be sitting right there next to the safe with the earrings. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling the moment, feeling my rich bitch fantasy, appreciating the moment of being able to, you know, live in a place where I can, you know, have a closet with a safe and $750,000 earrings. Yes, yes. And then the third place would be at the bank, hovering over my safety deposit box. Yes. Where I would just take that last five minutes to just feel my vaginal cavity, feel my pussy, like feel my (laughs) oath, feel every bit of my Grace Jones boomerang pussy. Yes. It just, and then put them in the box, leave them, lock them away, and walk out. But I've gotten a lot of weird answers to that question. Like I've had bitches tell me they gonna work. Now, now, shout out to the people who done, who who done came on my phone line and then <laughs> said they would do this. I'm not technically calling y'all bitches, but you know we close <laughs> like that, so it's a term of endearment, as yes. as the girls in Atlanta say. Um, these bitches came on here talking about they would be wearing them bitches to Walmart and shit. I was like, oh, you bitches bold as fuck. You bitches is bold. Walmart? Walmart. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. The gas station? Y'all going to the Chevron with $750,000 every... Oh, okay, cool. That's cute. That That's real cute for you. God you wearing $750,000 worth of earrings and pumping gas. We, we, we have a problem. Anyway, let's move on. Because I'm not trying to offend nobody, <laughs> but I was like, listen, y'all some bold motherfuckers. Maybe I'm just pussy. Maybe I'm just pussy. Maybe I'll I am too. That. Because I would, I would, I just wouldn't even buy. I don't even know where I'd wear them because I, I know I would lose them. I would treat them like regular earrings. I feel. I don't even know where the fuck I would buy seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars earrings. Like, where would I procure seven hundred and fifty? Yeah, like, I don't even know when that's even necessary in your life. I don't know what, bitch. I don't give a damn. Damn, if I'm going to the Met Gala, my hair goes down to my knees. You probably won't even see my fucking earrings. Exactly. So I just don't understand. Listen, let's jump off these earrings because I could spend another twenty minutes cussing Erica's ass out. Same. Who is your favorite housewives duo? My favorite duo? Yeah. I gotta say, I miss Jill and Bethany. You miss Jill and Beth? Yeah, I miss them. But I also love Nene and um, Portia's dynamic. Dick this little sis. Yes, love I that. was so lost without you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that. Love it. I love it. Fake cried your lashes off. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta do it. That wasn't one of those moments, but sometimes you do have to do it. Yes, exactly. Shout out to Portia. Tell us how the weather is in Africa. Yes, please. And tell us how hard the citizenship test is when you take it, because I don't want your ass to come back. (laughs) Anyway. Is she living in... um... I don't know, but I'm just manifesting. Uh Uh-oh. Lost you there. She got another call. She is popping tonight. I'm I'm living for her. She better have all the people on her hotline. She better have all the people on her hotline. 
I'm back. Girl! Uh, but I, I switched devices. One second. <laughs> I was about to say, you connected to both of them. I so, love yes. that you got the hotline going. Work, honey. You was popular tonight, honey. You I, got I water, am. water pieces, cooler, honey. They I'm popping right girl. now. If it ain't money in the text, don't send it. Work. <laughs> Listen. Yes. Well, 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 since you the boss, bitch, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Who is your ultimate girls trip cast? And where oh. they going? Oh my goodness. I would have Sonia Morgan. I would have... Oh, what's that girl's <laughs> name from... Um, oh, I would have all the hot messes from each housewife. <laughs> okay, Sonia Morgan. So Sonia Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Ross. Katie from Potomac. I would it's have... Ross. Let me think. Uh, who would I have from... I would have Heather, even though she's on the next one. But I feel like Heather would be like a nice bouncer in that kind of um okay. I would have oh this is messy I would have Kim Richards there are no wrong answers there are no <laughs> wrong answers girl you are in a safe space yes I would have Kim Richards I would have Ke- um not Kenya uh, who is that girl who is the wife of the new edition member Shamari DeVoe. Yes. Sh- or Shamari. as she would say, Shamari Shaqua DeVoe. Shaqua. I'm having her. I'm just I want like Shaqua on anything. I don't give a damn where Shaqua is. I want her <laughs> ass anywhere I go. I want to see Shaqua down to Walmart wearing $750,000 earrings. <laughs> Amen. I, really I want to see that bitch in Target stunting in them $750,000 earrings. If anyone deserves it, it's her. <laughs> It is Shamari Shaqua DeVoe. It I live is. For her. Living. I would love her on it. Oh, let's think. I would have Mimi on there just to be. A- <laughs> she would be crazy on that. Just unhinged. Just like the most random people all together in a house. I feel like that would be amazing. I love that. See, if I were to cast an Ultimate Girls Trip, I would do an Ultimate Girls Trip of all friends of the show. Oh, the Friends of, yes. I would do a Friends of season and I would have Faye Resnick come and shut the, shut, shut the motherfucking city down. Yeah. I would have Shamia Morton. I would have, um, let's see, who else would I have? Uh, just people like that, like all friends of the show. I, I'm trying to think of think of some good girls right now that were actually friends. Bershawn from New York, even though I don't like like her ass, I gotta cast somebody black. <laughs> um, I just, I give me a whole bunch of friends. Of, I would have Tanya Sam on Ultimate Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. I, I feel miss like that Tanya would be lit. so much. I miss Tanya. So every time I bring up Atlanta, I, I always have to ask, "Where's Tanya?" Yeah, I'm. I'm always gonna be looking for Tanya. It's always Tanya time to me. Yeah. Period. <laughs> now listen, I just have a couple of more random questions, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna wrap this phone call up because I done held you for a long time, and I'm sure you got shit to do. No worries. Do you know why they hold champagne glasses in Potomac? I I was wondering the same thing, like why champagne because I don't even remember champagne being like a main thing ever because Jersey's still not holding a single thing 
they don't they, they put their hands on their hips, bitch. When I dip, <laughs> you dip, we did. Yeah. I was like, them bitches they gonna hold shit. What do you need to hold in New Jersey? I feel like they could definitely hold like a tomato for the Sunday sauce. Maybe. I don't know. Like what is what do you I don't yeah. chicken cutlets. They could hold chicken right. cutlets. <laughs> Child, they could all hold breast implants at this point. Yes, that's true too. Or teeth. Because they all get new teeth. Yes. Oh, my God. Girl. <laughs> they're dying. Oh, yes. they're dying. Yes. Hey, fix that body. Anyway, <laughs> do you prefer them holding something physical like a peach or an apple? Or do you prefer, like, the CGI stuff? Like, like, like in Salt Lake City, they, they, like, CGI a snowflake in their hand. Or in Dallas, they CGI a star in their hand. I think I'd rather them hold something than a CGI. I do too, cause because I, thought I don't know that the diamonds in Beverly Hills were CGI at first. No, they're holding real diamonds. Yeah, well, well not real hearing... diamonds, but they're holding physical, actual paperweight. Yeah, like from Michaels or something. I remember hearing that they're like actually really heavy. Right. I I just always wondered that, cause because I was like, I don't understand why the. Why some people got CGI? Why some people got real shit? I guess some things would be harder to pull off than others. I guess. Yeah, and but why then, some like, people have nothing? Yeah, and then some people just put their hand on their damn here. When I dip, we dip, we dip. Yeah, actually, you know what? New Jersey could hold a red, a glass of red wine. Fair. That's what went all over the table when Teresa flipped it. Yeah. <laughs> I, ju- I just I don't I don't know I would have to do some research on that yeah and I don't know about the know. champagne too yeah because I've always wondered that I was like I, I just don't understand what the hell y'all holding champagne for and all you bitches drink vodka yeah like <laughs> I ain't never seen one of you bitches drink champagne in a real thing Karen drinks fireball yeah like come on <laughs> so I don't know what any of y'all are doing but you know that ain't my business yeah. listen I'm going to close this up with the most asked question of any question ever asked in the Housewives Cinematic Universe. I feel like if you watch Housewives, you've been asked this question or you will be asked this question if mm-hmm. you if you fraternize with other Bravo-holics long enough. Yes. I'm ready. Well, never mind, because you got to, we skipped to this earlier. I was going to say what's your tagline, but you still got to come up with it and leave me a damn voice message with it later. I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yes. So, your tagline is to be continued. To be continued. I to be determined. A, yeah, I gave, you, I gave you a podcast tagline, but I need that. a Natalie podcast, a Natalie tagline. You know, if you ever get a co-host on your podcast, I really want you to, like, really continue with this, like, tagline and just keep it in every episode. Like, say it at the beginning of every episode. Like, I just, because I would just, I I just think that'd be so fun for you because I never even thought of that. I never even thought of that. I love that for you. Thank you. That is amazing. Listen, thank you so much for having this phone conversation with me. I appreciate you so much. You're a hoot and a great time. You too. I really enjoyed it. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Likewise, I really Even appreciate you. Even though I was you. getting 
my phone was getting blown up every two seconds. It's still Listen, amazing. You know, it just let me know that I chose the right person to interview. I- I'm picking people who are popping and hot in these streets, <laughs> and they got people looking at them. Honey, yep. they got places to go and and shot people to see and I appreciate it yes I, I, I love that for you thank you know what you, I mean thank you yes so listen remind me where we can find you on the social medias on the places where's your podcast tell all the people of the people how they can find you how they can get into you because this is about content creators right yeah I only reach out to content creators because I want us to have a more relatable conversation about reality tv and like all of these things and I want to see you know reality tv through just another viewer's eye do you know what I mean yes so where can they find you so everyone can find me at Nat Turner Talk on Instagram and on Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming platforms. Nat Turner Talk, and yeah, that's basically where you could find me. My Twitter is my normal Twitter, Natals with it's N A T E L Z Z Z Z X O X at Twitter. That's a, a long one. But oh, you know. one of those girls. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's one from of those like, girls that don't really want people to find you on Twitter. <laughs> so you just create the hardest name possible. <laughs> no. You're one no, of those. No, no. This is like my username since I was like nine. <laughs> oh, so you the girl that just kept the same email from her AOL account and just made it her damn social social media handles i love that for you we love consistency here on the pod i love that for you yes i genuinely love that for you love it love it well awesome i am going to make sure that i go and follow you on natal's Six seven eight five two three zero nine zero two one zero X through Z LGBTQ six one five. Yes, you'll, on Twitter. you'll inspire me to tweet more. So I'll Listen, definitely. I'll send Twitter it to is you. So you yeah, I get into it, it on Twitter. Thank you. Can you just copy and paste. Thank you, because I'd be having a damn heart attack. I'd be like, girl, listen, if you don't send me this photo, girl, I can't. <laughs> I have enough things to keep track of, girl. I can barely remember my own damn name. I can't remember yours, too. Agreed. Hey, I man. almost forgot it while I was saying it. See? See, we need to have a conversation about yes. that. Yes. Yeah. We need to have a conversation about that. But anyway, listen. I, 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 I'm going to let you go. Yes. And I appreciate you so much for, for um, coming on. Hopefully you will come back at some point. Yes. Um, whenever you to. have time to have me on your podcast, it's, you know I'll do anything soon. for you. Yes. Call me when you need me. Yes. And I'll... oh, sorry. What, oh, it's what an, I'll call and beep whenever I need you. <laughs> yes, honey. Call me, beep me if you want to reach me. Yes. I'm here for all the girls. Page me. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Sidekick me. BBM me even. Yes, I'll BBM you. <laughs> you know? And you have a good night. Thank you, you so too. much. Don't be a stranger. We will stay in touch, I'm sure. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Can't get rid of me now. <laughs> Listen, I'm a Samoa girl. I'm like Velcro. You fuck with me, you stuck with me. Exactly. So we home girls now. We Period. are. Thank Amen. you so much, love. I will Thank talk to you, you later, okay, babe? Yes. Bye. You enjoy the rest of your night. Bye, you babe. You too. Bye. Thanks, babe. No problem.
You know, the more I do this podcast, the more that I realize that as different as we all are, we are all completely the same. And that's why, partially why anyway, why I decided to do this podcast because I felt like reality TV and that genre was something that was so relatable to everyone around the world as different as we all are, yet it allows us to have such different perspectives on the way that not only reality TV works, but in turn, the way that the world works around us. It's very interesting. I want to thank Natalie for coming on today and giving her unique perspective when it comes to being an African-American woman within the content creation space, especially within a fan base like Bravo. I want to thank her for coming on and giving me her time, especially when she's, you know, establishing her own podcast and getting her platform together. I think she just dropped a new episode, actually. I have to go listen to that as soon as this is over. So, with that being said, make sure you guys go and subscribe to Nat's Turn to Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I believe anywhere else you can find your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all of the things, the things, the things, the things on the podcast platforms and on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to Georgia Carolina on YouTube so that you can get the recap show every Sunday. I appreciate every single one of you guys for being here. And until the next episode, make sure you guys be real. Make sure you stay in reality and make sure to always bring the realness. This has been Real Reality Realness. I am Cherie Laveau. And until next time, peace.